know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here. Ding dong. Hello? Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, three. because I was cute or because I came from some famous wrestling family or because I sucked up to the right people. I got here because I am good. I earned this championship. Frustrated into the goddamn word for it. This is bullshit. Brett made a very, very selfish decision. Brett's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. Brett screwed Brett. I have no sympathy whatsoever for Brett. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here day in and day out in that wrestling ring beating people up. Thank you very much. I don't steal opportunities. I am the opportunity. Three ain't enough. Now I need five. Welcome in, Jim. I'm an idiot. Ryan. I'm a sausage guy. Matt. Who gives a shit? Tim. Right on the cock. And intern Mark. Hi, boys. I'm going to tell y'all with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment in my life good evening everyone it is a sunday night not a thursday night do not adjust your devices do not adjust your screens yes we are indeed live it has been a long time uh since we have uh kind of strayed from our normal week done a live show on a sunday on a weekend um but i i think the events of the last couple of days um with uh with the wrestling world kind of necessitated it uh a lot of people have kind of been doing the same thing so we figured we would uh let the dust settle a little bit we thought maybe there would be more news uh yesterday um there, there wasn't thankfully um so we uh we wanted to jump on tonight of course august the 8th it is uh it is jim it is ryan it is cousin it uh also known as tim uh but if you are uh if you are with us uh we appreciate you uh joining us here on a sunday night give us a like and a share we would appreciate that i'm in the uh, fan i'm in the fan protection program that's um, i'd appreciate you know, if you i'd appreciate it if you didn't use my real name oh shit. Shit, hold on hold on hold on what would you there you go what would you uh i would appreciate it if you didn't use my real name what would you how would you like to be referred to as Sir. I don't fucking know anymore, man. Like, I'm uh, distraught. Bri Cousin Brian, uh, he's, I heard the WWE universe has been released. And that's why I'm distraught, because I got my... He, they FedExed me. I got it today. I got it this morning. You got a FedEx? Yeah, they, fi they fired my ass. Oh, man. That's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, you know not not surprising uh nonetheless maybe maybe fish maybe easy he's back uh back working in stanford again <laughs> but uh 
but to the uh, the gentleman at the bottom, how we doing? <laughs> Boy, um, a good evening to Devin and to Charlie and to Nick. Uh, Charlie's and- out delivering. Getting them ducats. Nick, how's it going, buddy? Brian saying Kevin. Brian saying I look like Rhino 30 seconds into every match ever. Yeah. Uh, which is true. Uh that's yeah. fair. That's accurate. That's that's fine. I just don't have thumbs for legs. That's my only <laughs> every time I watch Rhino running oh, down the man. ramp, I just think it's two thumbs. Just never, I'm never gonna be able to unsee that. I'm great. Except for that fact that I'm uh, uh, I'm working towards uh, breaking myself of my WWE <laughs> habit. How are you? Uh, well, Ryan, we'll go to you next. How you doing? Yeah, Jim. This podcast is going to suck to do. Yeah, it it really <laughs> is because I I it's cathartic. I, Mark, no, this this is not this is not the ninety day fiance watch along. Um, we, and part, and I'll be honest with you, Mark. I'll say this. I'll look directly into the camera and say this. I'll take my glasses off for emphasis. Oh man, it's getting serious. I <laughs> wish it was. <laughs> oh, I wish this. Yeah, were I, I, I. You know what? I, I would rather. I would I rather watch every episode of Ninety Day Fiance back to back to back to back than to have to sit down with you boys and discuss the tomfoolery and the shenanigans going on in the world wrestling entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. That I, you know, I have never once watched an episode of the 90 day fiance. And I, and I can tell you that I would rather be, be doing that as well. Um, because yeah, it's, not been a good couple of days, obviously. Um, let's see here. Uh, Ryan, are you shirtless? We have a couple of comments here. Oh, no. Uh, no okay. does it look- you have your shirt on. It says it, with, the, with the glowing face and, and the... Uh, I, don't, I don't have pants on. Well, I mean, t- wait. And I, I don't. Ha- I don't either. Who who podcast like who podcasts with pants on? We're I a mean, pantsless podcast, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I cannot tell you how I, I i just i took them off to to sit down and do the podcast right there in my khaki shorts that i wore all day long <laughs> whoa intern mark is firing off some uh what's mark's problem i'm harshy so he's uh brian says i tapped out with the 120 day i get that i get that good for you um tonight is a good episode oh i i thought he was talking about with us and charlie in the comments oh, i no. thought he was calling charlie yeah loyal listener of our program and a-hole he was talking about the 90 day fiance that's my i my would fault. i would fist i i today i'm Ooh. fighting i might fist, i might fist fight mark for charlie's oh, honor today <laughs> us, seven, five, us seven five seven boys gotta back each other up there we go there we go all right um yeah been a uh <clears throat> an unreal couple of days in uh in wrestling again uh, feel free to interact with us here uh as as we go through uh the the show um let's start with it friday night during friday night smackdown uh the the news began to break i believe fightful was the first one 
that was on top of this. Uh, Bobby Fish, Bronson Reed, Jake Atlas, Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff, Stephen Smith, Tyler Rust, Zechariah Smith, Asher Hale, Giant Zangier, Mercedes Martinez, and Desmond Troy, all given their release from the WWE. Um, this is obviously a big clearing on the NXT uh, side of the world. Um, we're here far too many times, guys. And we'll, we'll, we'll start with this. There's, there's a lot to talk about in terms of the NXT brand and where it goes from here and all of that. But, like, here we are again. You know, we, we, we've talked about these releases. It feels like, I mean... Uh, First, it was like quarterly, it felt like, for a little while. Now, it, it feels like it's almost weekly. Um, and I, I think the number in 2021 is 51. And it's over 100 since the start of 2020. Um, but so here, here's the dates of all the cuts. And we'll start with the big list. Okay. The first the first batch. April 15th, May 19th, June 2nd, June 25th. Then Bray was on the 31st. Ric Flair was on the 3rd. And then all of these folks on the 6th. It's practically regular. Correct. Like, but that also really matches 2020s i think 2020s release date was also april 15th yes it absolutely was like the 15th is definitely doomsday 119 thank you nick from the start of 2020 through this past friday yeah now does that include furloughed employees like uh i know i know and it, it, did they actually bring any of them back? Is, is Pat Buck back with the WWE? Did, and then they fired them again. Like oh, for cool, example, cool, cool, cool. Josiah Williams. But not um, not all of the like because I think Pat Buck. I think Pat Buck is still Pat there. Buck is back. There's there's some there's some producers and things that are. Like I know what Billy Kidman was one that was released in 2010. Furloughed, right? Finley, this is, some of the bigger names. Like if if the list that I saw is going around, like it, it's it's talent and like known like producers and and things like that like um like a pad buck or like a uh shane helms for example because i think he had he was part of one of the lists at one time but this isn't uh this isn't wwe employees this is this is a like talent and and stuff like that so so that 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 is also a um, in, in an unfortunate list of people, um, but that, that is not included in that 119. Great. That doesn't make it better, actually. No, it, it doesn't. It's uh, the whole thing sucks. Like, I thought it was going to be easier to talk about. Um, full disclosure, I recorded, I usually record Final Wrestling Place at around this time. Uh, on the weekend, but uh, my podcast partner's alter ego maybe had prior <laughs> engagements and today mm. he was busy. Perhaps. Uh, so yesterday we recorded. Gotcha. And Correct. 
we like started the podcast off with this and it's just uh, i hate that like that <clears throat> is, this is the song that we sing like every like 45 days like i just at this rate on my birthday we're gonna have a set of cuts i don't want to have that no no yeah, yeah nick here says uh they laid off 30 percent of the workforce and that includes furloughed employees um and unfortunately, and and I'm somebody that can speak from experience on on this side of things. Um, that is something, and it's not a justification. It's just a reality of the last 16 months. Uh, this is something that is happening everywhere, and right. and you know it's ugly and unfortunate and not good. Um, but it is a uh, unfortunate reality um for employees of companies so um you know the 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 the, we're not we're not not talking about them like to um forget about them it's just when when us as wrestling fans see wrestlers get released at this volume at this frequency like that that's where like that's where our receptors uh go up a little bit more and that's what like you know, re- re- necessitates us doing a, doing a pod like this. You know, we we rarely do these Sunday emergency pod sort of situations, but uh, but here we are. Um, yeah, it's you know, I I tweeted Friday night when when the list started coming out that that like like every time it happens, like you know, I'm and I don't know if it's because of my my current and the last 16 months employment situation that like or the, my you know decade plus of therapy that I try to like compartmentalize and make sense of of something somehow some way but like every single time it happens and and, and to this volume cuz like if if one or two people get get released you can go well maybe they've been asking for their release and and maybe like you know that the, the WWE is is at a point where they're like, if people are going to ask for their release, then we're going to give them their release. But like, I don't think thirteen, I don't think thirteen wrestlers on on a Friday night asked for their release. You know what I mean? Like, so like, like when 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 it happens, like I, I'm there. It's it's harder and harder and harder for me to even like rationalize it or justify it or whatever. Like it, it's. And 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 it's not it's not in like defense of WWE like it's harder and harder and harder for Oops, me. To even, like, <laughs> I was like, I was yeah, like, it's I'm, my bad. I'm hearing myself an echo, but we're like cool. we're live on Twitter. We're doing the Twitter thing. We are doing live. You on should, Twitter. You should retweet this and hashtag WWE releases. Uh, so, you and you know, should talk about it, and you should uh, put your comments down below, and we'll read them on the air. It's, That's it's what should happen. Just it, it like it fuck like what it's like and and i the the only even in the slightest smallest way is like we've been talking for years about how bloated this roster is about like there's there's talent just not doing anything across the board every show whatever like it's but that's that's where i'm I'm gonna i just want to fight you right there jim but I'm not, it's, I'm, it, it's that phrasing. It's the phrasing that the roster is bloated. 
that Nick Khan has carte blanche to come through here and make us do these podcasts because he's Nick. He's counting every penny and he's seeing, ah, what's a Jake Atlas doing for us? Let's fire him on his fifth year anniversary as a wrestler. Let's do that to the date. Let's fire him. Like, do you think Nick Khan knows (laughs) that he was on the undercover boss? No, that was that was the wrestler that that Stephanie McMahon. Right. You don't think Nick knows that at all? No, no. You both don't think that. Jim, I thought you would have uh, slam dunk. Yeah, I thought he did. No, I also don't think that Nick Connor or uh, the majority of wrestling fans would have known that that was the fifth year anniversary of Jake Atlas's start of his career if he hadn't unfortunately. Fortunately and unfortunately tweeted it that morning. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's not, I'm not trying to make light of the release, but like it. If, if WWE knew as of late, how to fully utilize all of their talents and not give us the same matches Every week on television. Now I have to stop you there. In one way or another. Sometimes it's Charlotte versus Rhea, and the other time <laughs> it's Rhea versus Charlotte. <laughs> Either way, but like sometimes they add a third woman into that match. <laughs> almost. It, it, and they shot themselves in the foot with NXT. Like, if we want to be specific with NXT, they completely bungled NXT after Survivor Series 2019. If we remember that Survivor Series, that was the WWE, the Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT Mm pay-per-view where NXT beat Raw and SmackDown. Yes. And that was their opportunity to make NXT a viable third brand. Nope. I feel like there's some truth to some of the reports where they're already looking at NXT as they lost the war. They moved to Tuesday. They're off Wednesday. AEW's pulling over a million. NXT is not. I don't understand. And this is like a Vince McMahon feel. I don't understand that indie style of wrestling, the small flippy-do guys. Um, so I just want what I what I know and what I'm comfortable with. Did you and hear, I want to just go back to that. You heard the the inside phraseology, right? Yes. What about the 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 no, midget, no more midget no no starting in their thirties? Yeah, they want people who can be box office attractions and main characters. No one in their thirties, no midgets. Right. I mean, but and then, unfortunately, then, if you read that list, they are like indie style wrestlers. That wrestle that indie style of, of wrestling. They, they are not body guys that they just released. Outside of Bronson Reed, who Kona, who Kona Reeves was a bigger dude. Desmond Troy was a bigger dude. They're not not Roman Reigns, John Cena, bigger dude, bigger for NXT. He's an average size wrestler. I mean, Shane Strickland's lucky he's carrying a strap right now. That I, doesn't I honestly, mean anything. That's fair. He could lose the title and be fired in two weeks. I mean, he's lucky he's got a stable around him. 
He's what lucky are, they're selling merch. They have merch to sell. Right. <laughs> When's that last time you could buy a Jake Atlas shirt? Besides, they, is like, there, uh, is there one on the WWE shop? Probably it, not. It, it's probably look. part of that, like, grouping of the like crappy, almost, did. like custom WWE apparel, well, like the Jordan or, Miles shirt. Right, like the ones that you could get printed on, like black, gray, red, or blue, like like that are just the worst, and they like thirty dollars a shirt. I'm Jake like, Atlas has one shirt that you can get in black or blue, right, with his name. Right, yeah, it's 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 that it's those, it's like the I I think it was that right around that Survivor Series when like it must have been all that, NXT when, when they went everybody's oh you know. If we're gonna do this, then any everybody in NXT should get merch. They just threw like the like this the most generic like MS Paint like <laughs> you know graphic onto onto the the, the custom WWE merchandise. Yeah. So and, I, uh, and everybody could get them. I mentioned this on Final Wrestling Place this week, but I want to bring it up here too. Sure, Nick Khan is a great B-U-I-S-N-E-S-S man. Yes. He is going through with a fine-tooth comb, and he is finding every bit of red on the ledger. Unfortunately, that makes him a horrible B-I-Z-N-E-S-S man in the world of R-A-S-S-L-I-N. Wrestling. Like, wrestling. Yes. He, That's fair. He's not, he doesn't make the, now, according to the reports, Vince McMahon is directly responsible for the 12 names released from NXT. The list that was dropped on the six was a 100% Vince McMahon call, not anyone else and then looking at this list i can understand a bobby fish mm-hmm. i could understand a kona reeves however i can't and, like and i can understand desmond troy i can't understand tyler rust who is who was the future portion of the diamond mine you know that stable that just debuted <laughs> yep uh asher hale who it, who they spent so much money trying to get Ari Sterling right that's about Anthony Henry let's let's use their yep. indie names real quick so so right, if you're yeah. not familiar because Former you haven't guest of three count Thursday you haven't been able to see Asher Hale on a ton of NXT programs look up at, he was up. literally just signed this year right like he was just months ago right it was I mean <laughs> I mean we're only in month eight like this year is just months ago right. Um, but like it just now I'll s- go back and what's the what's the inside quote that they're talking about uh, with NXT now? Not in your thirties. Mm-hmm. No more midgets. No more midgets. And then Oof. go back to the other news that broke on Friday. Adam Cole has an hour long meeting with Vince McMahon at SmackDown, and apparently Adam Cole gets offered a $1 million contract now over 30 and a midget. Now, and but, but, we're gonna keep him the the report, and like 
These it is a report coming it's not... from from Meltzer. So he's a fiction we'll, writer. We'll leave that what it is. But he said Thanks, there are Jeff. exceptions to the rule of not using smaller wrestlers, which includes a guy like Adam Cole, um, and they want him on the main roster. So I, I think I think what this this part of the report was is that the focus of NXT because we might as well jump all of the you know throw it's all, all the same it's all it's like, like, NXT, like the the, the, the overhaul uh, the reported overhaul of what what's happening with NXT is they are changing the look the feel of the brand entirely and going back to kind of what NXT was supposed to be from the beginning and that's a developmental brand for potential future main roster stars because that's something that I, I, I do think that NXT has lost a bit of what NXT was. Like, if you go back five years ago, I, I like I understand they were bringing in guys like Kevin Owens and, and Adam Coles and things like that. But there was I did feel like there was a degree of in-house development as well. I, I think especially once AEW came on to the to the you know, it came into the landscape. I think they lost that because it went from show on the network to show on TV competing with a Wednesday night show. Then we can, we, we, we've debated before about did they lose? What was the reason they switched? Whatever that you, anybody can have their opinion about what happened there. But now it's, it's a, from the reports is that like Vince is looking at this and WWE is looking at this as, as we lost, we failed, you know, so now we're, we're, we're changing everything. You know, we, this is, a, it, it feels like this is almost like this is a, a brand that we don't care about as a third show anymore. Correct. This is a brand to make the two shows that we have better. You, do you want to know what else, how else you could tell that WWE stopped really caring about NXT? NXT, the last two weeks, which I think was last week and the week before, were taped and airing on a different network. I think, and I think WWE I never mentioned on television, on Raw, that, that NXT is on Sci-Fi. They, I, I don't know about last week before the second week, but two weeks ago they did. Two weeks ago there was a promo that because I remember seeing it because then I it was grabbed, a commercial. It was a commercial. That's not the same. Is other times, other times they would have said, like during the broadcast, that NXT's on Sci-Fi next week. But if it's. You don't think it's kind of the same thing, like as they're going to break or as they're coming back from break. And I like I, I'm trying to remember if they, they did throw a graphic up or mention. I don't know for Nick, sure. Nick's got a great point. It's the Olympics, and yes, I know it's the Olympics, but it's also it's not like NXT was going to be on Fox. That's not an NBC Universal brand. If so, anything, it's synergy. You're telling somebody, hey, if you don't want to watch the Olympics and you want to keep watching NXT, go to Sci-Fi, which is also us. Would it be different if they would have aired live on Sci-Fi? Like the maybe like, uh, right. Like I don't think the moving of networks 
is a signal that they care less about the. I think it's more the, the no, two weeks of tape show. It's it's not that they moved. It's that they moved and didn't say anything. Gotcha. Okay. That's what it is. Raw was preempted for years by the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Right. Uh, let's we see. got Get Raw to Super Tuesday Raws and like yeah Thursday Raw Thursday and I haven't watched uh, an NXT show live in a few weeks. I do really do trivia Tuesday nights, but if I came home and like popped on USA and saw water polo, I would have just thought they're preempted. Right. And I wouldn't, I really wouldn't have given any other thought to, well, let's turn on the alien network <laughs> and see if I can find right. wrestling there. Like I wouldn't have even thought about it. Like I, re- I've, <laughs> I heard about it, tried, but yeah, wrestling fans have tried really hard to forget about the times that wrestling was on sci-fi. Amen. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Nick says very simple. They're totally making an NXT back developmental brand like OVW back in the day. The indie scene about to be booming uh, again for sure. I mean, with just the sheer number of names that are out there, and and we'll we'll touch on. You know what? I don't think that's a bad idea. Let the indies be the indies, right? Let I mean, them do it. Absolutely. Let a, a upper tier like a GCW bring in high flippy do talent. Let Pro Wrestling Gorilla feature these super indie style wrestlers. Let, um, you know, even local or the IW, uh, what the what the hell is it called? IWTV, mm-hmm. right? Um, let that cultivate the scene. And when you're ready, go grab a few. I think the WWE's in this bucket because they uh, probably became a little greedy when they heard AEW was about to happen and and took too much. It's kind of like going up to the buffet line. Take what you want. Right. Use what you take. The three, the three of us have been there. We <laughs> all understand the buffet. We room. understand. Right. Oh, I shouldn't have grabbed three scoops of General So's chicken. Probably should have only done two on this on this fourth trip. Correct. And, and I'd I'd rebut what Nick said for just like a a, a small smit like a small smidge. That he said the indie scene is about to be booming. The indie scene is. I feel like the indie scene's as hot as it's been in a long time. It's just not being talked about as much because now there's the televised competition. Right. There's there's We've an got alter- WWE an alter- versus AEW. Right. There's an alternate toy to play with. So they're fighting. Meanwhile, before we went live, Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta went an hour-long draw for IWTV 100 for the independent wrestling world championship, a title that was christened today by pro wrestling illustrated that along with the, the pan African diaspora championship, um, the title that's held by Trisha Dora right now. Um, those, both of those titles are now considered world championships. <coughs> that that happened huge. quicker than TNA impact. Was was christened a world championship, right? Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to catch up on some of the comments here. Uh, Cousin Brian says, "My big beef, WWE and NXT is they sign indie talent, repackage them, uh, so they aren't who they were. They made them that made them desirable in the first place. AEW takes wrestlers as they are, makes debuts easier, and continuity with gimmicks." Uh, wrestling is about characters way more than wrestling ability. We're talking a lot about wrestling and not a lot about sports entertainment and making money, which is what the WWE does. Right. You and, can and look and- at the news that's breaking with Chelsea Green. 
You sign a contract giving over your likeness is in a wrestling ring as Chelsea Green and wonder why you have to fight for your... Well, you, the WWE has now made action figures of Chelsea Green. They're going to oh, want their money out of it. Studios. Right. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. It's your name. Right. Right. And, you know, it's... And that's... And, but, and but the, there's an action figure of you now. Right. That's a and, WWE product, dude. And that's and and changing a a wrestler's name is nothing that WWE hasn't done forever either. We're just more consciously aware of it because of develop internet developmental brand. We're more aware of the indies, all of the like at least for me. Like I'm not speaking for everybody, but like it's we I've only been in the indie world for six years. You know, like, so it's, it's, it's not, I don't have a long history, but it's changing names is something that WWE, um, has always, has always done. So. I'm assuming when the E bought WCW, they bought all the rights to all of the, I mean, the AEW aspect of this is, is rather unprecedented. I yeah. mean, really in, in this, I mean, this day and it really, it is mm-hmm. the Indies. I, I get what he's saying. Um, let's see. Nick also points. Yeah, you have ROH, Impact, MLW. You're right. We, but the biggest competition, the one that's getting the most talked about, despite the fact that Impact has a deal with AEW, nobody like it's WWE, it's AEW, and then it's kind of everybody else. I I think that's a great comparison because I pulled up, and this is what I was doing before we went on air. Um, all of the 2021 releases. And the specifically the April, I'm sorry, all of the 2020 releases and specifically April 2021 of the April 2021 release, which was a pretty big release. Samoa Joe, Billy K. Peyton Royce, Mickey, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Wesley Brake, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Mojo Raleigh. None of them are in AEW. And they are all well past their 90 day clause. Not one of them are all elite. Right. I, Last year, out of the read, whole group read, of everybody, read, read, read those names again: Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Kalisto, Wesley Blake, Bo Dallas, Mojo Raleigh. Um, I would as I don't want to say I would assume, but I I think that it is only a matter of time before. Um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce are in AEW. Uh, Chelsea Green is, I mean, she's kind of landing everywhere, but it seems like most likely like permanent spot is impact, which right now, same difference as AEW. Um, Mickey James is doing the stuff with NWA, but we know they have a working agreement, at least in part with, with AEW, but the rest of those, like, I think Bo Dallas is like a farmer now. Um, among Tucker, other things, among other things, um, what are the other things? God, we don't want to know. Um, group chat me that I'm curious. <laughs> um, but but out of the rest of those names, there's not anybody that I would say this is somebody that AEW would want. Okay, like you know, but I mean, I'm not trying yeah, to. I mean, be... there's not many other names you you name. I mean, Smojo resigned. Kalisto right. does the flippy doos. Wesley mm-hmm. Blake, did he land in Impact? I don't think he's. I know, he just, I know he just had a promo package. He just changed his name again. 
it was a really cool looking promo, but unfortunately, I don't remember what the hell it was. <clears throat> Mojo Raleigh. Um, but yeah, and, and like Nick says here, and this is something that I've I've been saying for for a, a little while now is, you know, AEW is going to have decisions to make. Now they may not quote unquote fire or release people, but we already saw one instance, and that was Awesome Kong when her initial deal re- expired they just didn't renew it and we're coming up on year three with aew so there may be a large number because and again I, I don't i don't know if the list was accurate i could have done my homework it but i'm fat and lazy i don't know what to tell you um somebody on on thursday had had tweeted that there's 84 men and 26 women that are all elite that are under an aew deal like and and there are a good number of those that that were day one or early AEW signings and are how many of them are going to be retained are they going to go to WWE are they going to go to impact like the 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 next six months or so I think is going to be really um not to stray from like the original point while we're here but like I think the next six months could be very very interesting in the wrestling landscape to see yeah who doesn't get re-signed in AEW and where they end up or that list is huge. It is. It's a huge list. I mean, again, there is Ring of Honor. Uh like EC3 is a great example. Ring of Honor makes sense, I suppose. It's not not an AEW. Um Zach Ryder impact wrestling, Kurt Hawkins impact. So a lot, I think I think everybody thinks you leave the WWE, you go to AEW, and I just don't think that's the case. Janella and or Janella and Sunny Kiss actually gone from or or Charlie I think might be saying that he thinks they won't be re-signed. Um, okay, I got the list from GameSpot of everyone who signed of the men and women. Okay, and I'm scrolling through just from the top. And and this is the point that I made last week, too. Yes, the three-year contracts are coming up. But who, honestly, that doesn't re-sign is going to be on par with the opposite side of the coin? WWE lets go of Miro. And they lose Christian and they lose Mark Henry and they lose the big show and they lose Alistair black and they lose Jeff Parker and Matt Lee, uh, the, the 3.0, the, the 2.0 Ever-Rise. now, Ever-Rise, Ever rise yeah. boys. And they lose Daniel Bryan who may or may not be going to AEW, and you have all that stuff. So who and, and Andrade? Great point. Who but those weren't the, those weren't releases, were they? Most of them, their contracts Andrade, ran out. Andrade was asked the, for his release. Two, he wasn't the, just cut. But two was cut. Miro was cut. Miro was cut. Um, but your Christian was a one off. Christian was Christian had just wrestled at the Royal Rumble. Right, as I think a one-off. Right, We've seen that. One We've off seen... And, and they were they were according to Christian, there was talks about what he was gonna do. Right, but I, I think I 
And he's in I'm negotiation. Not, yeah. Let's see if Nick Gage in a month wrestles with AEW then, or is that just a one-off as well? Juventud Guerrero's not all elite. Correct. I'm not saying I'm not Correct. counting those guys. Right. No, I'm just saying I think that's what the Christian one that's was. What Christian was. And and I'm not I'm not I'm but not Christian's a WWE guy. Like when and you look AEW's at it, only three years old. You can't have old AEW guys other no. than Sting. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I and like this isn't a slide on on like Mark Henry and the big show either, but like I think WWE has people in the roles that they wanted to be in. And if WWE wasn't going to give them more responsibility, now we may look a few years down the road and there may be huge stars that go from WWE to AEW and become even bigger on AEW and say, the reason I wanted to go to AEW is because Mark Henry was teaching over there or Paul White was over there um, giving his knowledge. So like, I mean, and there is that possibility and you can say, well, WWE was short-sighted in letting them go, but I, I, like how many, how many legends can you have in the, in the locker room as leaders, scouts, whatever, you know what I mean? Like if you, like, I, I just, and it's not a, like I said, it could be short-sighted, but right. maybe that, maybe the, like those, that's why those two guys were allowed like to let go. Too many people watching matches and being producers on matches is probably going to be a problem. Maybe. You're going to want one, maybe two persons to produce a match if it's multiple. I mean, I don't think you want a ton of people but with a- your hand in the, in, the, in the pot. But AEW's got four TV programs. Actual TV programs, my guy. I mean, yeah. programs that have wrestling on them and programs that count to the quote unquote wins and losses matter list. Quote unquote. <laughs> That's fair. I'll take that. That's you know fair. what I mean? Like, but yeah. like to finish to finish my thought though, yeah. like you have everybody coming over from WWE to AEW. But how many of those people from the three year contracts leave, will leave and be? impact players or, or even like make right. a blip no i agree aside from the indies i like agree janella like janella is gonna leave i i think janella is all but gone with with aew and he goes back to the indies and he goes to gcw and he becomes a super huge massive thing in gcw and that's it agree yeah i don't i don't I, I will definitely agree with you there like i don't see anybody not renewed by aew that's a that's a Miro. That's an Andrade. That's an Alistair Black. Uh, I will. I will certainly agree with you there. But like, also, they're more on the lines of not even Tucker. Not even that. Like, it, again, Always if you shitting on Tucker, if you make the comparison to like WWE and WCW, like these Miros and all these other names of people leaving is the equivalent of WWE cutting all of their guys from like 94, 95, 96. Sure. Where you lose your Hogan's and you lose your Duggins and you lose your John Tentas and you lose all those guys, but then you lose your young guys. You lose your Hall, you lose your Nash, you lose your one, two, three kid. And then WCW puts the boots to you until you get a Mick Foley who 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 cashes in you get a stone cold steve austin that cashes in you get a triple h that cashes in and then you also get the young guys that the other guys didn't want when you get malenko like the the big exodus of players 
from WCW all in this, like there's a specific date where WCW loses like 13 wrestlers and it's like Raven leaves and Benoit Malenko and Guerrero and Jericho. And they all go in to go and like ask for their release together. Right. Who, Who from AEW is a top enough prospect that if they leave and go somewhere, there's thoughts that in two to three years, they become something that replaces what WWE loses. It's a great way to look at it. Right. Although he's too little criteria. Um, ain't nobody over 60. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. Maybe be the only one that fits that. How old's Wardlow? He might be the only person that fits the new NXT criteria. Anthony Agogo, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, he's young. Maybe. Maybe. So, yeah. I mean, he, what what has he really done in AEW, though, to, to outsplash if he moves to the E? Say, well, only one MJF. Yeah, MJF. Wardlow's 33. Wardlow's 33. Uh, sorry, he's out. <laughs> How old's the hung man? You know what's crazy? Um, he might not be tall enough. <laughs> he's six foot and he's thirty years old. That's uh, too. That's too short. They just let go yeah, of August. They let go of August Gray, Anthony Green. He's uh, six foot two. He's twenty seven years old. I don't understand what they did. Like they're under thirty, not short bullshit. It doesn't make sense. Six two's not short. Six two's not tall. I'm like I don't believe. I don't. But six believe. two ain't short. Looking at who NXT kept from or who they've kept so far, Roderick Strong, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny well, Gargano, yeah, Nick and, and Devin. I saw, yeah. I saw your comment about who's next. I don't even want to touch that because I, that to me, that's kind of in bad taste. And and honestly, with the way the WWE is going, anyone literally anybody on the roster anyone. that isn't John Cena or <laughs> Roman Reigns. Here you go. I got, I got the one you can guys start putting on watch. Uh oh, here you go. Where's Randy Orton? Oh, Randy Orton been off TV a long, 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 long. Do you time. think that's a silent uh, personal uh, uh, conduct wellness policy? Uh, I think it's a. I think it's a vacation. Yeah, he's just he's he's tired. I mean, he, he's been wrestling at he he's been wrestling at lot. the Thunderdome. He, yeah, he he, he probably no, lives okay, in Florida. Definitely. He you probably know, just. It's I think nice it was a fair cute. question. It, it was a fair question given the the nature of the show, but I, I just I don't really want to touch that. But yeah, Nick here said, uh, "What happens to Champa, Thatcher, Gargano, O'Reilly, Strong, Knight, Grimes, etc." So like the guys who are above thirty, the guy there still has to be there has to be at least you know for the next couple of months maybe or weeks, <laughs> depending how the, the way things go, there still has to be some connection from. If we're gonna go like if we're gonna look at like the WWE back in the '90s, like old generation to new generation, like they didn't clear everybody out; they just cleared most of the cupboard out. So, um, <laughs> right. so like there's there's certain guys that they will retain that you know the Champas and stuff like that. That there is still a connection for fans, but this is just a change in philosophy and 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 how the brand is being um, being put together. No, I had, I had read somewhere that that they were looking to take it back to obviously an older style of NXT. Totally. 
Willie Horton um, for 10 years when uh, AEW. Okay. Yeah, and Are Bret we... Hart also signed like a 20-year deal. Right. Lifetime. And, Lifetime and then, deal, and, pretty and much. And then the movie, and then the movie Wrestling with Shadows happened. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. Does, <laughs> does, uh, does Randy have a documentary team? Uh, one other comment here, Nick did say. He's got a shirt brand. Go back to Ruthless Aggression, uh, 02 to 05. Tease to Cena, Orton. That was the last time they really had a franchise player before Rollins and Reigns. Yeah, there there was kind of a gap there. And but also too like that it, time, that time period, is when I wasn't watching, so I can't speak to a lot of that era. That time period is still kind of weird because you're still in the era of like failed athletes, big body guys, not like not wrestling fans getting into wrestling. Like I'm sure I, I know Cena's got the lifelong story about the paper championship belts and everything, but I'm pretty sure when he was in, in, in college in West Newberry doing PE, like, and being a muscle doing bodybuilding, he was like, you know what? I'm going to use all this and I'm going to go to the WWE. And like Batista's like, yeah, I mean, I was a break dancer and I did a whole bunch of other stuff too. And then, yeah, I'm going to use all that, but I want to be with Ric Flair when I get older. Like you also got to remember when Batista started, Batista probably Here's a started Deacon at the, gimmick. He, he started at about the same age as LA Knight right now. When Batista, when Batista was in evolution, he was the second oldest member of evolution. He was older than triple H when he joined evolution is a mystery. Yeah. And and Batista was the future older than triple H and Randy Orton's has Randy Orton has gone on record as to say, I'm not a wrestling fan. He, the only reason he got into wrestling is because the mil- he, the military wasn't for him. And he just went to his dad and was like, hey, you think I could do this wrestling thing? <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't. It turned uh, out okay. And that's, in the stone, that's on the WWE Network. That interview is on the network. It is the, st- the Broken Skull Sessions with Steve Austin. Right. So, yeah, uh, it's there. What? And it's like the first 10 minutes of the podcast. <laughs> Um, do you think Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, whoever's making these choices are looking at NXT and seeing these quote, small guys over 30, whatever, if you want to believe the rumors and he wants to take it back to like an NXT of old, are we talking NXT arrival old, um, network NXT when you have folks like the large Bo Dallas as your champion? I'm, I'm not quite sure like what generation of NXT. They always feel like NXT was always kind of smaller guys. Seth Rollins was never a big guy. I mean, the arrival card, they're not huge fellas. No. I think Neville wasn't a big boy. I think we go back to like you're talking about um, like the, I would say the beginning of the TakeOver era. Like 2014 until I would say until we get to NXT Brooklyn four 
2008, okay. maybe before that, maybe like, I'm going to hate saying this. Cause I know you're, can I just, can, can we have a truce that if I say this word, you don't hit the button. I want to hit, uh, I want to hear it. The I, rules I are the rules, no, Jim. No, no, I, no truce. What is I this won't, shit? I, won't I will quit this, this fucking show right now. We don't have two hours to fill for you guys to hit. We, we don't. Yeah. We, we, times. We, I, what if we, I say it? Hit, Ryan, can we just be nice? To, it's been a rough weekend. Can we be nice to Tim for tonight? It might have ended at war games. Well, I'll play it on Thursday. I promise. I'll play it. I'll leave a note for myself to play it's it. It's not even the long one. I know. And you could have said it backwards and been safe. <laughs> I'll, Ryan, I'll play it randomly on Thursday as a make good for tonight. How about And that? I'll keep my headphones in. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. I, bullshit. <laughs> this is what gets me fired up. I mean, uh, I'm not even talking about uh, Shane McMahon. Like, uh, can can I do that one? <laughs> can, you, can you do the short one? I'll just I'll, hit, I'll do this. Here comes the money's fun. Yeah. Money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. It's Matt's if, favorite song. Yeah. Um, if you know, <laughs> if if he had stuck around and didn't go to China eventually, and he wanted to have more of a play in WCW or in WWE, maybe Khan wouldn't have showed up. Maybe, perhaps, mayhaps, perhaps. So this is so that it's. Uh, uh, I don't know. Painful. Um, there I, are a lot of wrestlers released in these past two years that are further advanced in their careers. I feel than if they did stick around with the WWE. And I'm not trying to silver lining this, so don't don't take it as I'm trying to spin it pro anything other than like it's a shitty deal that you're getting released. But I feel like you look at somebody, even a Zack Ryder, um, I don't know if he's making as much money perhaps, but I feel like Zack Ryder today, Matt Cardona, is higher elevated on the wrestling scene well, than Zack Ryder was. Well, he he's he's been saying, and now whether or not this is revisionist history, this is how it really went down. But he, like he he was offered an extension, but he hadn't signed. Like he was debating just letting his contract run out and not re-signing with the WWE because he wasn't being used, he wasn't being utilized, and he wanted to do more. Um, and then they released but, him and, and, you know, it, it, correct. Which gives you that 90 day, no compete. Sure. Right. So um, if he just ran out, then you can show up the next day. Mm -hmm. Like WWE is good at business. No one will think whoever will take that away from him. Yeah. No. But then Alistair yeah. Black got out of there with a 30 day one. Cause they're so good at business. Whoopsie diddles. Yeah. Whoopsies. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, I think somebody it, like Ty Conti's having a better career than she did. In here's the, the last time she was on TV, though. Diana Perrazzo in like, Impact not, like, having a better career. I, I like Ty Conti, but like it felt like she had that little bit of a push. And I get that those things ebbs and flow. But like she had a little bit of a push. She lost the title match, and she like literally hasn't been seen on anything but YouTube for that's, two months. That's because AEW doesn't know how to do anything with with more than like two women at a time. Who right. is the women's champion? Britt Baker? Baker no. yeah. Is it Baker? D. It okay. is DMT. I'm shocked that okay. she didn't lose to... Uh, and the number one contender is... Uh, Red Velvet has a match next Friday. Yeah, on, that's right. This Friday on um, Rampage. Yes. 
that's this number, Friday. Number oh, number ish. four in the rankings and number one in the contendership. Yeah. Somebody needs a um, hey, but they're, they're in Rampage, Br- the TBS they're in show. Britsburg. That's and Nick, we Britsburg. touched on that. We did touch on that earlier. I mean, Nick, don't sign the contract. Then don't sign over the rights. It has a real name on it. So simple enough. You know, I, not trying to be cold hearted, but you know, don't don't sign over your name. To go back to something else we were it talking about. It sucks when somebody though. steals your art, doesn't it? I know. Right? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, to go back to something else we talked about uh, just now with how much money Zack Ryder is making now without being in WWE. You also have to think now the the wrestlers who are in their primes are like my age, your age. Yeah. Where our parents... And the guys from like the 80s and the 90s work hard, make 100% of the profits, grind and grind and grind and grind and make as much money as you can. Now, we may not be fighting dollar for dollar, but we'll fight for like 75 cents of that dollar. Mm -hmm. But we want to be able to do outside interests. Yeah, that's fair. We want the flexibility to be able to do stuff when we want to do it. And that's where Broski's at right now. Broski right. has, has the ability. And he's the, got the, the podcast. He's, he's got the PBR deal. Yeah. Which yeah. He's got. He, he said on, uh, he was on Renee Young's podcast last week and was saying that like he was pitching the podcast and like the figure stuff to the WWE before they released him. And he's like thankful as hell that they didn't bite on it because mm-hmm. he'd be out of those venues. Right. If they did. And yes, Nick, I get that they're feeding red velvet to Brit, so it's an easy win in Pittsburgh. Right. I'm just, God, do I love red velvet cake. It's once again an indictment of the wins loss ranking system that the that the AEW has. It's 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 stupid, but that's have you tried the red velvet cheesecake at the night and day diner? I don't I, like red velvet cake. I don't like cheesecake. I well, I, I haven't been to the night and day diner since pre covid so no i'm gonna say no you let me know when you're ready jim i want an omelet real bad at at this point 2027 that's fair at least that at least that place anyway (laughs) but i i just and that's why AEW is like that last point that's why i think AEW is more and like being on the indies is more profitable because you're able to have it on record nick agreed with me how about it (laughs) everybody screenshot that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, being able to have outside ventures, yes, is like it's a big deal, and it all kind of boils back to when WWE put their foot down on the Twitch stuff, and they put their foot down on the cameo stuff. Unless they and, can make a cut of it, yeah. Right. Meanwhile, since that time, pro wrestling tees has created their own form of cameo where wrestlers can sign up and people can buy shout outs from wrestlers and wrestlers get to choose to be on there. Like you, you take away a money-making opportunity from someone and you don't give them that opportunity somewhere else. Like most of the time, it's not even the money. Most of the time they want to do it to be creative outside of wrestling mm-hmm. like there is a part of their brain that like all i do is wrestle in a 20 by 20 ring i eat good i go work out and that's it 
there's another side of their brain that is dying for stimulation. That's why I work in the tech industry. Ryan is an importer exporter. You're getting back into the job force. And yet every week we come here and we sit and we do this because we feed our little feeble little rodent brains with trying to fill both sides of the equation. (laughs) Right. Right. I'm sorry. I said you had a rodent brain. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. Um, but yeah, it's, and you know, it, it is, it is a, it is definitely an unfortunate business, uh, practice of, of the WWE to have squashed all of those ventures, unless they can make something off of it, like up, up, down, down. Let's, let's talk about those ventures and how bad I feel for Zelina Vega, who just re-signed only for hubby to be booted off. And then she gets punished and loses every single week. Keith Lee's the same boat. Keith Lee been punished. We came back, get squashed by Bobby Lashley, get squashed by Karrion Cross. He gets the win back on Raw. I mean, how the Bobby Lashley met like he shouldn't have beaten Bobby Lashley, right? Like now, I can I can see the argument. Don't put him in that spot. But like, if he's in that spot, I'd rather you defend Zelina Vega. I because that one you're gonna have to hurt yourself. There's, there's, yeah, I, I, I to make I that work. I haven't done. I, I haven't warmed up enough to make that stretch. I mean, it's two sides of the same. I mean, and I, uh, Keith Lee, Keith here's Lee another time I'm gonna agree with Nick. She chose to return. Yeah, she did. Like, she sure it, did. It's and and that has been. It, it's not a defense of the company. It's not, but like, it's something I have said for what. Like, if you don't want it, don't sign the con- um the the mindless musings guys. I was listening to their show from this this week, um because the news came out last week that uh Peyton Royce had kind of pitched the potential idea of the Iconics splitting up to get her as a single superstar, and then Vince did it, and then. It all broke down and they got released. And uh, Rob on on Mindless Musing said, here's a business tip. Don't pitch something to your boss if you don't want it to possibly happen. So like in it, it, in like in, in the same time, it's like don't don't agree to, to take a, a deal until you've really kind of thought all aspects. Now I understand like at the time she signed to be back on, like Alistair was in the process of being put back on wwe tv so it's it's it is unfortunate did you see the reports of his release like he took the phone call at the gym no no uh, he he, uh, black malachi mariachi black was at the gym um with i guess him and zelina and his phone rang and he's like johnny ace why the oh no (laughs) and like he picked it up and then johnny was like hey kid uh, kid. i got it i got i think he said this exact words like I have a list and your name's on it. I hey, don't understand hey. it. You're getting you're coming back to TV, but sorry. So even 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 Johnny Ace was like, I don't understand this guy. I feel like Johnny Ooh. Ace is chicken shit, and that's exactly what Johnny Ace would oh, say. Oh, Johnny Ace, like, yeah, Johnny Ace is oh. a fucking corporate oh, huge. Your legs are huge. Real, <laughs> oh, it's a real shame. You've been working out. You've been working out great. It's a shame what they're doing to you. Got some oil on them, kid. They look good. 
I know you just bought that mask with the horns on it. It's a real shame you're never going to be able to wear it on television. See you later. Let me see gotta, if I can find that real quick. I got to call somebody else. Cousin Brian, uh, heading out, he has to iron his work underpants before he goes to bed. Good night, Brian. Yeah, Brian also brought up a good point. Um, if, if he if he hangs on here for a minute, like um, just all over the place tonight, and it's it's cool. Uh, Leo Rush retiring. I think it's like three times now. Uh, so he's ready to wrestle again. But I think I think these matches that he's like cleared for are the dates that he had, had signed on for that he couldn't wrestle because he was hurt. So. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if he continues to work beyond those. But, uh, but yeah, the, I think the dates that he is wrestling are are his previous commitments that he did say he was going to work towards. And if he wrestles, he wrestles. Good yeah. for him. I mean, uh, what was what one so was it was it Je- oh Jeff Jarrett on Jeff Jarrett's <laughs> podcast? Um, it was a ask Jarrett anything, and and they asked him something about if he had wrestled his last. Uh, his last match. Oh, uh, I, the question. I think the question was. Oh, uh, here, Brian. They are. Uh, I actually have that sound bite. Fickle. <laughs> uh, they asked if Jeff Jarrett was ever going to get back into the wrestling promotion game. Oh, yes. Where he was like, is there any, you know, with AEW and everybody building up, is there, is there thoughts of Jeff maybe starting up a, a TNA two, and Jeff and Conrad just kind of laugh together. <laughs> and and then Connie goes next question. <laughs> yeah, um, but Jarrett had Jarrett said you know as part of that he said that he isn't that he's not wrestled his last match and he talked about how like guys that um, uh, see you, Brian uh, the, the guys that retire in their thirties he kind of chuckles at because you know nobody nobody ever retires in the in the wrestling business much less at thirty years old. <laughs> see. I, I always heard it like this. Wrestlers don't retire. They quit. Okay. Yeah. There's no retirement plan. Right. There's no, there's no, there's no retirement package. Right. There's not a you 401k just, in pro wrestling. You just agree to stop throwing your body on the ground like an idiot. Right. And some, may, some may do it at 28. Right. Some, some may do it till they're 55. Some may do it even on the indies into their 60s or more. So, like, Red Scorpion, just... <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's gonna be bumping until, I'm, yeah, I he's gonna be you... raking backs until he's like 77. Rake my back, yeah, now he didn't literally rake it. Yeah, Bobby Eaton, um, was you know, oh, num- man, number you gotta bring up Bobby Eaton again. Harry Lawler had a legit, he legit died in Montreal. He still wrestles on the indies. Like he don't need to wrestle, but he, he don't does. Need to wrestle. Um, is uh, to to try to steer the ship back to where we we I think started. Is this a straw that will break a back for you as a WWE slash NXT viewer? Is it accumulation of these releases that you're like, I struggle supporting this company right now? I'm not saying you can't ever go back, but are you today looking for a different, maybe maybe you'll watch Wednesday a little more intently. Maybe you'll tune into Impact. 
maybe you'll subscribe to IWTV or grab a like, GCW pay-per-view. Is this enough to make you swear off of the WWE for now? So if I didn't have three count Thursday, if I didn't have viewers choice, I'd probably just like closely, like I would read the dirt sheets and read reviews of like what happens on raw and SmackDown and NXT. But I wouldn't go out of my way to like watch it. Like I, I mean, and, and I mean, I'll be honest. I try to watch Raw every week. I I come into my office and like I do multiple things at the same time. I come into this room. I have two monitors on the monitor directly in front of me. I'm usually playing a game on the monitor to my left with my headphones in. I'm watching and listening to Raw. And there's times where I just I can't even with split attention. I can't. And that's just the live in ring product. Then you add together the questionable business practices and decision making over the last like three to four years. You talk about the Saudi deal. You talk about the, the hot, the, 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 the possible, like hostage situation that happened in Saudi, the the cuts you hear about, uh, all these other stories, and you see you see your favorites come and go, and now you're getting to the point where you're afraid to root for someone because they're literally cutting people who make their returns two weeks before that are champions a month before, like at this juncture, like it's almost like a vote of no confidence. And I hate to say it. Like I, I love the WWE. It's like, I've loved it for so long. And it's like, now I I'm leaning to AEW. I'm leaning to the independence and I want to see WWE get handed to him. If for any other reason than for Vince McMahon to fight from the underneath and like, and, and hopefully there's some sort of resurgence, but like Nick Khan is wielding so much power right now that it just, it feels like everything is just pointing towards a sale of the company. Yeah. I said that on Friday. I, I tweeted that on Friday that the the prospect of WWE being for sale or or you know imminently being sold feels more real now than than ever over the last especially before month. Vince McMahon passes away. Yeah. Vince wants Vince wants generational wealth. He wants to leave enough for his family behind mm-hmm. that they don't have to worry. And his greatest asset is the WWE. Yeah, 100%. And he can, and he can make billions yeah. <laughs> off of the WWE. Absolutely. I mean, what did the UFC sell for years ago? That was in the 
but but billions, I'm fairly certain. Four billion in 2016. So go five years down the road with the, I mean, extensive library that the uh, it's insane amounts of money. Yeah. What did they sign the network over for? One billion? Yeah, the Peacock deal was a billion. You can easily say it's the WWE is the WWE is. I would say it's more lucrative than UFC, but it's less lucrative than a like a sports team. Like, I bet you when WWE gets sold, I would say it's it's multiple bu- bu- billions. Oh, it's multiple billions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think it's like three-digit billions. Is it more lucrative than some sport teams? Not in the three majors. Not in, not in NBA, not NBA, NFL, or MLB. It might be worth more than some major league baseball teams. <laughs> Probably not. I'm trying the, to like the, to own a team. The uh, well, Oakland Athletics. I mean, what I'm trying to think. Is the, the, the lowest, lowest right lowest? But to your while well, looking that up, Ryan, the, to to your question. Um, okay, here we go. Okay, Let me ahead. rephrase it. Okay, go ahead, Tim. But I want to rephrase it a little bit differently to you. Okay, fair. So the Miami Marlins have a value of $900 million. The so Yankees, the answer is yes. The Yankees are $5.25 billion. But again, I think in a, in a single team, because like it's a obviously a different – like. WWE would would be kind of more in the line of like uh what's like Disney or like you know ABC Disney Universal's mm-hmm. value or like NBC Universal's That's value. Fair. So like cuz like WWE it's more than rest it's an entertainment it's an entertainment conglomerate. business conglomerate. So like right, they got, get all the marine movies. Right, exactly. Exa- all of them. Um you know they Santa's have, little they, helper. They have music, they have movies, they have you know, they, they they there's a lot more to WWE than just wrestling. So like it's not got, their value compared too. to a baseball team. They they diversify. Like you know, I I would say I would I would say at least so if, if UFC in twenty sixteen was four billion, I would say WWE in twenty twenty one is probably at least four times that. Sixteen, twenty in the twenties. I would least. say yeah. Yeah. I would say maybe more. I would say a healthy number would probably be like twelve billion. Okay, so let's say between between twelve somewhere between ten and thirty, mm-hmm. somewhere in there, because we don't and, we don't know the entertainment. Even if they like part and parceled it out, and they sold the content, if they sold the historical content, well, yeah, it's I hard mean, enough for me to find shit. On the WWE Network on Peacock, please don't make me have to go to multiple apps. It'll go. To, it'll go to the AEW Network. Oh, God. Um, at least now, it's not on Impact Plus. To, 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 to your so, Ryan, ask you can you can you me. can answer it. I, I guess the way that I asked it, but like think in your mind, have you? 
just answer it the way I asked it, I guess. Okay. My my viewership has changed. Like the in in over the last month, the the TV show, the wrestling show that I have watched live the most is AEW Dynamite. Uh the second most would be Raw. I don't remember the last time I watched NXT live. Um, SmackDown, it depends if I'm home on a Friday, but like I have, I have Hulu plus like it's, it's too, it's too easy. If I miss a show to watch the cut down version of raw SmackDown or, um, or NXT. And like, even at times when I do those, I may fast forward through the match, especially on raw because I just saw the match a week ago. That's so fair. like. My my viewership has changed. Is this are these cuts, the releases, and all of this? Is it the straw that breaks? No. Um, but the, the, like this is the way I look at it too. Like I own an iPhone, I yep. own an iPad, I own an Apple Watch. Like I own Nike football jerseys. Like if I if I really start going down the morality road with things that I give my money to. That's like, where do you draw that line? Do you draw it at this entertainment company that cuts guys' contracts? Do you do you do it with questionable business deals from the company you buy your phone from? I mean, like, I call out there's there's guys in sports media that like you call out the NBA's business ties with China, and he's tweeting from an iPhone. Like, you're a fucking hypocrite, man. Yep. Like if you have problems with with a, with people doing business in China and you're tweeting from an iPhone, you're just as guilty. Like because th- like that and that might even be worse. I don't know. So like if I if I start going down that road, it's it's a hard place to draw the line. And I know that sounds lazy. And I know no. that sounds like a cop out. But like so it, you're saying your your viewing has changed. My viewing but we has can talk your viewing changes up to booking more than anything. Yeah, and like I will always at least attempt to. Now, like if there's things out of out of my control, but 98% of the time I will be watching WWE and NXT pay-per-views live on Peacock. Okay. When they happen. Um that that hasn't changed. Like I'm I'm obviously because of the show. If we didn't now if we didn't do the show that I don't, I don't know because we've been, you know, we've been doing this show for seven plus years. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know what that looks like if I'm not doing this podcast. I don't want to find out. I don't think this show, this show, for me, is not going anywhere. Um. So, but, but it's it's different. Like, am am I? Maybe I'll maybe I'll put it this way. Like, I love wrestling. As much as I ever have, I don't know if currently I love the WWE as much as I as as, as at my peak. Okay, like we said on Thursday, I don't know the last time I bought something on the WWE shop. There yeah. used to be points where I would make multiple purchases a month on there, and again, I'm unemployed, huh. so like it, you know, that has changed a little bit. But like, I would rather spend thirty five dollars on a golf course. Than on a on a couple of clearance T-shirts right now. Sure. How about you, Ryan? Where are you at? Yeah, I don't. 
I, I said this jokingly, but I don't I don't do change very well. <laughs> um I think I think you, you made a great point, Jim. I love I love professional wrestling. I love the professional wrestling business. I'm waiting for my my like local independent to, to pick up and start running again because I love doing commentary. I love being on shows. I love being I, I do really love the business, but I think you're right. I don't I don't think I love the WWE as much as I used to. And maybe that's not the releases, maybe that's not the total reason, but but booking. Um I I don't love you know, it's what Tim said. Like you get behind a guy and poof, he's he's gone. The the I mean, fiend one from that aspect hurt me the most. Correct, correct. This is this is about really. I mean, this is the fiend. My my mind is there. Like that that seems crazy. Uh, Rusev was cool. Like Rusev. I mean, again, doing better things. Um, Alistair Black loved the loved the character. Doing better things. Hopefully in, in AEW. Um, the fiend one's tough. It's tough when you see, like I said, I, I love the independence. I love, I, I love seeing people be successful. Um, as much as I love seeing somebody get signed and be successful, I hate seeing that person get cut and released and and you know altered their life. So uh, I don't know. It's a tough spot to be in. It really is. It's not a great time right now to be a WWE only fan. Um, you know, especially when they're when they're like we said, there's so many other options out there to watch and support professional wrestling yeah that um and again i I feel like i do it in the summer naturally i watch less wrestling i make sure i catch the pay-per-views it's the summertime i'm a beach guy if i can't get out of here on a thursday night i'll catch an extra friday at the beach i'm gonna always miss smackdown um monday night i'll catch a little bit of raw i do trivia on tuesday so i miss nxt sure wednesdays are usually free so i can catch aew and that's just how my week happens to fall right now Really into the whole trivia thing. We got a great team going. Uh, last week was the Kenny G spot. Great name, um, <laughs> you know. But uh, we're, we're trying to keep it musical. It was what we're trying to do. Like keep that. it funny and musical. Um, oh, not Kenny G. Not Kenny G. But not Kenny G. Saxophone, nevertheless. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I always. I feel like. God damn it. Release aside, I feel like we always have this conversation in August. Like, oh, the dog days of August, the WWE programming fucking sucks. We gotta get to Survivors or SummerSlam, where then it's just shitty until the build to WrestleMania. Yeah. So here we are every year. Yeah. I think the hardest part about leaving WWE right now is the nostalgia factor that all of wrestling history until like for the most part our formative years of wrestling is under the lock and key of the WWE yep they own WCW they own the WCW library they know the ECW library they've got the AWA library they've got a couple of indies they've got like the only big the only big one they don't have is like Memphis. Yeah. And when they get Memphis, oh, can't wait. Yeah, I mean the the, the no, network I don't want them to have it. Why am I saying I can't wait for them to have it? <laughs> no. But it's that easy because it's all right there. That's the beauty. Because it's all right there. It should be that easy. Right. Yeah. Right Tim, on. Tim, I think I think you're right. I th- 
I think you have to look at great lyricist Macy Gray when she says, I try to say goodbye and I choke. I try to walk away and I stumble. Though I try to hide it, it's clear. My world crumbles when you are not near. And that's the relationship I have with the goddamn WWE. Yeah, it's your next, always your next team name. Your next team name should be Macy Gray's Anatomy. Oh, that's Love a pretty it. good one. That's a good one. Um, guys, got anything else, or, or let's or do we want we want to close this thing up? Let's close it up. All right, Tim, you want to you want to plug anything? Your shows drop tomorrow morning, right? Yeah, shows drop tomorrow morning. New podcast host. Uh, we've switched our hosting files. So if you catch it on the mothership, uh, finalwrestlingplace.buzzsprout.com, we actually have Ooh. chapters. So if you go and watch it, listen to it live from the site, you can click on specific chapters and it'll skip you ahead. So if you don't want to hear certain parts, you don't have to. But do uh, listen to the whole thing. Yes, listen to the whole thing. But also, like, if you're bored and you just want to hear what we're going to talk about next week, there's a spot for that. Um, but also just not the tool man across all platforms. Uh, Final wrestling plays every week. Uh, uh, at, and on all pod catchers of choice, I'm literally about to like, the only one I'm not on right now is Pandora. And that's coming soon. Wait, you can throw podcasts on Pandora. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, sounds like it's a place we have to get our podcast. I'm there. Uh, I'm waiting on just a confirmation, but, uh, Final Wrestling Plays, Viewer's Choice. Those podcasts are fun, but um, I just can't wait to be back here on Thursday, talk some more stuff with you guys. For those of you who came to watch us on a, on a Sunday evening after dinner, thank you guys so much. We love you. Um, and tell somebody else you love them. Uh, keep that positive momentum moving forward, boys. Love you, Tim. Ryan, you got anything? Um, if you're at a place and they would want you to wear masks, the fucking mask on, uh, get vaccinated. How about those Phillies? How about it? Jim, take us home. Devin, have a good one, man. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports, but make sure you're you're following along with the show. It's that easy. Three Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to threecountthursday.com. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash threecountthursday. Matt may be adding some uh, impact wrestling content to the patreon soon <laughs> Ernest says fuck the phillies um but uh collar and elbow brand.com use promo code three count 10 percent off whatamaneuver.net is the home for all of our uh merchandise ngsc sports is our home network and the leap sports and music network l-e-e-i-b sports.com uh and until thursday night everyone stay safe stay smart and please Get vaccinated, wear your mask, go for the pin.